You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Heather Duplessy-Allen. You'd think a shortage of sand is not a problem when you're living on an island, but that's exactly what the Upper North Island is dealing with at the moment. The Aggregate and Quarry Association is warning that Auckland actually ran out of sand for construction before Christmas and urgent intervention from ministers is needed to avoid the same thing happening again. Wayne Scott is the CEO at the association with us now. Hey, Wayne. Hi, Heather. How are you? I'm well, thank you. What kind of sand did we run out of? Um, basically, it's concrete sand used for high-strength concrete mixes. So... A lot of the Auckland construction market uses um, high-strength concrete, um, and the sort of sand that's needed for that um, has been in high demand. Yeah. Uh, and uh, particularly with the Parkway Sand decision a couple of years ago um, that ceased two-thirds of that operation, um, we've been struggling to keep up with sand since. And so what happened just before Christmas? If we ran out of sand, did all the construction have to stop? Um, pretty much. It was only a couple of days um, in that week leading up to Christmas. Um, not all of it stopped. Um, obviously, the companies prioritised the projects that needed needed concrete on those days. Yeah. Um, but there were a number of concrete plants that had to close completely. Um, and but we've been on the cusp of this for for close on twelve months now. Okay. How how um, does it actually happen? Did we just not extracting enough sand from wherever we get the sand from? Um, the, the problem's twofold. We had we had the decision at Parkery, you know, which is still under appeal, um, which sort of took half of the sand supply out of the Auckland market, particularly the concrete market. Yeah. Um, the, the quarrying companies in the Kuipera and in Waikato have sort of stepped up to the market and supplied what they could extra. Yeah. So we've been, we've been close to the cusp for some, for some months. Um, and the other thing, the other problem we've got is that national policy statements that came out last year for Indigenous biodiversity and highly productive land have severely impacted on the ability of quarries to get consented. So this is so so this is new quarries or existing quarries. It's both. It's both. So the highly productive land in particular, which has been the most problematic of the two so far, um, you, you basically can't quarry on uh, on land use class one, two, and three land, which is yeah. virtually all rural land in the country. So Wayne, was it basically the case that they had existing consents, and once those statements came out, the the consents were stopped? Is that what happened? And they would have no, to no, 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 no. There's no retrospectivity. Um, but as those consents have to be renewed, yeah. um, they can't actually lodge a consent because it's prohibited activity. Okay. And the government, the government had intended to have a consenting pathway within those policy statements, um, but unfortunately, the wording they used um, basically has precluded quarries from uh, even applying for consent. Okay. So what do we need to do? What do you want the ministers to do? Well, what we want them to do is see if they can find a fast way of correcting those national policy statement wordings. How urgent um, is it? It was clearly. Well, I mean, it's been a problem for some time since those documents came out. Mm -hmm. Um, We've been barking on about it for that length of time. Um, And the problem we had, we had a similar problem with the National Policy Statement on Freshwater Management around wetlands in 2020. That took two years to correct the wording of that National Policy Statement. Um, So we're sort of pleading to to the new government to see if they can find ways of... I mean, we're only asking for corrections in the wording to clarify what was intended. Hey, Wayne, just out of interest, how does this actually work, right? You go to a place, you dig up the sand, you take it away. You could presumably only take, you know, a certain amount because eventually you're going to run out of sand. And then what do you do? You just have to move on to the next place. That's right. You just rehabilitate it. It normally goes back to farmland or some other productive use. Okay. All right. Well, listen, best of luck with that because obviously we don't want to be running out of the sand again. That's Wayne Scott, the CEO of the Aggregate and Quarry Association. 
For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.